welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So last time, our heroes got a few upgrades, uh, as their ship was also getting an upgrade. Uh, but before we dive into the action as to uh, where they go and what they do next, uh, let's uh, do a quick round of introductions. So first of all, Tormir, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Hey everyone, uh, this is Brandon, and I play Tormir, the Dwarf Monk! And uh, yeah, I'm hopeful about my new weapon upgrades. Alright, and up next... Uh, let me try that one again, I just mind blanked. Up next, Jathal, would you like to go and introduce yourself? I guess. No. Uh, so hi, I'm, I'm Chris. I play Jathal. Uh, I'm the... I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. Jathal. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm no, kinda, you're, a, you're a hairy wizard. Well, both. How's that? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm excited about my upgrades. I'm, I'm curious to know, you know, how, how, they, how they work and... How well they're gonna do? How just, how well? You know, yeah. Uh, how how well we almost. Be, go ahead. How much more awesome I'm gonna be? You mm-hmm. are gonna be pretty awesome. And and we almost killed Tabitha last last uh, time when we uh when you were talking about your staff too. Um, oh up next. Like, uh... Speaking of which, uh, Tabitha, do you want to go and introduce yourself? I noticed that we we're uh, talking over each other gonna try and stop i apologize uh hi i'm jessica i'm play tabitha and also i have my faithful companions gregory and also francis and they got new they got fancy new collars they did francis that kills people um and so now they are rootin tootin uh animals that I can feel their feelings. Yay, feelings. Tony, Tony, did you tell her the joke? I did not tell her the joke. You you go ahead. Oh no. Little German boy, don't go into that gun store full of cowboy owls. Oh, mein Gott, it is full of rooten tooten shooting hootens. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> no, I, I I did not tell her at all. Um, all right, and last but not least, a theory. Do you want to go and introduce yourself? Uh, sure. I'm a theor. I'm Brian, the other Brian. Oh wait, there's only See? one. Um, <laughs> other Brian. The other Brian. Tony almost did a spit take. <laughs> Um, I'm, I, I'm hoping to strike some things that are greater striking. Um, no strike. Yeah. Strike that. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm a fighter of the group. I just want to go smash some stuff and, uh, stab things with the sword. So let's, let's figure out how to do that. I want to try out my fancy new arrows. They're real fancy. So, um, as the uh, Barley and Taisil uh, inform you that the uh, gate is uh, fully installed on the ship, uh, Taisil says, um, if you're interested, um, 
before you leave, uh, I'd like to invite you uh, for a feast. Um, and also, um, do you know, I, I, before you go, I did want a, a one last opportunity to have have a conversation with um, Promothor, uh, being that it's been centuries since we last spoke. You did mention he's on your ship, right? Or somehow on your ship? Yes, of sorts. He's, uh... You could say he is not just on the ship, I suppose, but that would be the way to interface with him. Uh, okay. To interface. <laughs> uh, not quite sure I follow exactly what you mean there, but, um... Yeah, if, uh... If it, are you interested in, in staying for just a little bit longer before you have to leave? I don't think that uh, that would be a problem. I'm okay. always up for a good feast. Yay, food. Barley, and he like appears. like He was there a minute ago. When you looked around, he wasn't. And when she says his name, he's suddenly there again. Yeah, what's up? Uh, could you prepare a feast for our friends before they leave? Uh, okay. Give me a moment. And he disappears again. Is his name Barley? Is that, is yes. that, was that his name, Barley? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I certainly hope we get introduced to hops as well. (laughs) Ah. So, um, Tasiel asks, "Well, while he's preparing that, can you show me how how you, as you said, interface with Promothor?" Uh. Yeah, Tormir, are you near? I'm assuming you're near us, right, Tormir? Yeah, I'm, you know. Cool. It's not like we went very far. Right. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, Tormir, uh, do you want to... Let's uh, let her, let Taseel talk to... Yeah, right this way, he doesn't know what he's saying. He's just stumbling over himself. All right, let me go ahead and uh, put the stone into the interface, and you should be all set. Which stone do you put in? The Cygnus stone. Okay. Because you have two stones right now. Leave her with it. I have three. Two. Because there's two back with um, Master Ganthus right now. We only have two. No, 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 we got the one from the Feywild. Uh huh. Right. And we we have another. And the one from from Malatun. And then there's the two we'll back. Two. There's two back in Inconomous, the one that was already there before the campaign started. And then oh, the okay. I don't. Yeah, okay. I thought we had. Um, never mind. Scratch so, that. That's fine. Um, all right. I think I have the other one. Yeah, because I, I, if I recall correctly, um, Jethal, you had one and Tormir had one because you didn't want both to be in the position yeah. of the same person. Yeah, I'm I, pretty I sure I remember Roland Stone. I couldn't remember who had wit, so... Okay, so, yeah. Tormir, you go in and insert the uh, Cygnus Stone in the console? Yep. Okay. Um, do you pick any particular position? Because there's the five spots on the, the same console. one we had been using. Okay. All right, you put it in, and the ship uh, kind of uh, starts... Uh, you know, life begins you know, in it, and uh, the... The screen turns, or the, like one of the screens in the interfaces turns slightly green. 
just like it normally does when it starts up. Because so, how do I talk to Promothor? Computer, what is the recipe for transparent aluminium? I don't know that one. <laughs> Weird. Sorry, I, I had to do that. Oh, also, yeah, while speaking into my mouse, which is black and doesn't show up on the camera. But anyways. No, I, um, I still got, I still got I, the reference. I assume. Uh, what was the name of the ship again? You were doing amazing today. <laughs> you guys spent so much time in the family. Like, okay, how do we interface the ship? Oh no, how do we interface no, the I ship? Just, <laughs> I just forgot the name of the ship. Bodie McBoatface. Uh, I'm looking through my notes. Wait, would you like a clue? Storm Chaser. Yep, there you go. I all just I could took think me a of second. was just all took I could me think a second. All I could think of was um Stardust. <laughs> which is an amazing movie and my, everyone should see it. My my favorite I, I, I know listeners, you, you can't see us on camera that, that we can ourselves, but uh the, the look on all the players' faces as they were like, What's the name of the ship? and just everyone's eyes went wide like the oh no. <laughs> It's been several months my since it's been relevant. <laughs> to, be true. to be fair. To, to be, be fair. Okay. Um, Storm Chaser, activate interface. Okay, the uh, screen turns on. Welcome, Tormir. You can talk to it now. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, Promothor? Promothor, are, are, are you there? And the, the it sits there in silence for a bit. She goes, um, Am I doing it wrong? Storm Chaser, can I talk to Promothor? Okay. Didn't and you not allow people to talk to it? You can talk to it, you just can't give it commands, I thought. We yeah, said. we disabled the control for uh, and people other than us. As yeah. uh, as you guys are kind of looking at each other, like, this should work. What's going on? At that point, the uh, they're, they're, one of the devices on there kind of uh, projects sort of into three-dimensional space, sort of a translucent, sometimes flickering version of what looks like a dwarf. This is honestly the first time you've actually seen what Promothor, at least what his image of him looks like. Uh, Except so for the he, statues. Well, yes, there were all the statues, so I guess. <laughs> this is the first time you've seen the projection of Promothor, but he looks much like the, the statues that you did see back in Malatune. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it, he's, a, he's a dwarf, uh, roughly maybe an inch or two shorter than Tormir, but pretty close to the same size. Um, he's got uh, a single eyeglass over one eye, like a sort of a fold-down monocle that's attached to sort of a, a headpiece. Um, he has, uh, looks like one entire arm is artificial. 
Uh, he's got braces on his legs that uh, look not that they replaced anything, but more like are enhancing. Possibly he can maybe uh, carry more weight if he lifts things with it. Uh, but he's got, I mean, he's pr- almost as much machine as he is man, or at least a uh, you know, or dwarf rather. Um, and he look uh, kind of uh, looks around for a moment. Um, very lifelike, even though he's a trans, trans uh, green translucent projection of of a dwarf. And he goes. Tasiel? Did did I hear your voice? She goes, Prombathor, it's it's you, it's really you. He goes, Yeah, I um Well uh, how 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 have you been? And she kinda looks over him like good. Um this is awkward. How have you been? He's like, Well, I'm dead, so are they lovers in a past life? <laughs> I, I don't know. It uh, seems it, weird. Yeah, it's it's very awkward. It's it's but Super um, uncomfortable. Yes, very. But uh, he's like, well, I, I I I'm dead, so I mean, I've been better, but uh, overall, I guess good. I'm uh, these. Ooh, heroes i guess found found my ship and um yeah man it's and taso just kind of looks at you guys and goes i hate to do this um could we have some time to ourselves Ooh. i'm not leaving this unattended i'm sorry okay i'm gone i mean i'll step outside because so, i'm a gentleman so everyone but Tormir leaves. Or I guess Athir, do you stay or do you leave? Well, um Do I stay I don't. or do I go now? Yeah, exactly. I, I was just thinking that. I think I'll go now. So I leave. Okay. So Tormir, you hang out there for a little while? Yeah, I kinda like walk around off to the side trying not to pay too much attention to what yeah. they're saying so they talk for probably a good 20 minutes it goes back and forth they, they it's still kind of awkward um they but they start kind of uh slowly but surely falling into kind of telling old stories and after probably a good five or ten minutes they finally seem to loosen up a bit and you hear you laughter you, you know as you're sort of half paying half not paying attention every once in a while you kind of like miss a sentence and then you catch the, you it suddenly gets your attention again as they both burst out laughing um but it's the thing is is they you're you're not sure honestly based on their behavior if they were previously lovers or if they're just like really good friends that haven't seen each other in a long time or maybe they ended their friendship on on possibly negative terms and that's why things are awkward you're not really sure but after not too much time passes, they they really uh, think they they both kind of seem like they're having a much better time. Love, true love. And uh, after probably a, almost half an hour of talking, uh, Taysil goes. So after all all this is done. Uh, I know you put yourself into the stone, I guess, to preserve your consciousness. Is there any way for you to remove yourself from the stone? Because uh, by... I'm assuming that um, 
the, the heroes are going to keep the stone with them for, for whatever their quest is. And he goes, I haven't tried, but there may be a way. Given enough time, I just, I... The stone itself generates power, so I think that we have time, even while they're using it, to figure that out, but it might not be until after they're done. She goes, okay, well, and she looks over at you, Torvir. Can can you make me a promise? Can uh, Once this is all done and everything is taken care of with the stones, can you help Promothor in whatever way you can to see if there's any way that he can be removed from the stone and restored to some sort of uh, way that he and I could spend time together again? This has been fun, but I also I know I can't keep you forever either. Uh, we'll do our best. Okay. It's I mean, clear exactly where things will lead us. I absolutely understand. Um, I I'm, I know that uh, that we can't always do everything that that we need to. But um, I mean, if you if you if you have the opportunity, I would be most appreciative, just as a friend. I. So, um, at that point, Barley just interrupts in possibly the most rude way he can. He's like, hey! And she's like, Taysiel normally isn't annoyed by Barley, but this time she seems to be somewhat bothered by him. She's like, hi, Barley. Read the room! And uh, she, Barley's like, oh, uh, was, was I interrupting? And she looks over and goes, no, it's fine. So, is the Awkward. feast ready? He goes, he goes, yes, yes, it's ready. So, she goes, all right, well, it's been great, um, my old friend, but uh, I must make sure that these uh, these heroes are well taken care of and that they're able to complete the quest, because to my understanding, the fate of the world uh, rests on in the balance based on their actions. So, And he goes, I, I understand it's been good, but... Uh, you are correct. So, at that point, uh, the, her, his prediction shuts down. And she goes, well, we best not keep the food waiting. And she goes and walks off the ship. She, uh, are you not quite sure if you catch it? it, it uh, or if you, you were mistaken, Tormir, but you thought you saw... A single tear dropped down her cheek as she walked away. Hmm. Um, do you stay on the ship, Tormir, or do you follow? Uh, I give it a few moments. I don't really want to crowd her right okay. now, so to speak. So, so once she Barlet, oh, go ahead. W- once you know everyone's well away from the ship, I grab the stone and power everything down. Okay, or power everything down and grab the stone. Makes sense. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to just yeah force reboot it. <laughs> you brick the ship. <laughs> I prefer we not. Look, I I don't want to mess with corrupting the boot partition. So <laughs> nice. Yep, that MBR, that master boot record. So um, you get back. Computer um, words. No, a- MPR. MPR. I'm sorry, yeah. Master right. Promethor record. 
Promothor. <laughs> Master Promothor. That's fair. Nice. That's that's better. Nice. You're right. Yep. So, um, Barley had already disappeared before either of you had left, and uh, you guys get back, and uh, there's Barley. There's a table set out, and it's got uh, way more food than any of you guys can eat, and it looks like Barley has been able to put together meals, you know, all kinds of different things. There's a roast turkey. There's, uh, you know, all kinds of different vegetable and uh, different plates. There's even three different types of tea. Uh, when Tormer gets there, he's like, I heard you like tea. Hey, dude, I, 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 I went around and, and grabbed several kinds for you from different places. That's much even appreciated. Fo- I followed the instructions. All right. <laughs> oh, God. This is either going to be the best or worst cup of tea you've ever had. I'm, I'm honestly expecting just leaves floating in water. <laughs> and the water's not yeah. even warm. Probably. Oh, that makes me sad on a tea. very personal level. Let me uh, let me roll the dice to see how well uh, oh, no. Barley did. Yeah, get it. Uh, Barley rolled an eighteen. He actually he made the tea, um, about as properly Tormir as you could expect anyone that's not you to make it. So, um, probably not precisely to your standards, but the closest anyone you've ever met has ever gotten. Well, Tormir is not going to be ungrateful. It's at least, you know, He microwaved the tea bag. (laughs) He invented a microwave for this. It's honestly impressive. (laughs) (laughs) And um, as I'm sitting there drinking tea... Uh, at the table, I grab my lizard friend out of the bag and uh, start grabbing him some food as well. Okay. I'm glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I fear what what kinds of food do you uh, do you do you have while you're at the table? I mean. I may be an elf, but uh, if there's a nice elk or something like that, I will have some elk steak and some fruit and anything else like that that they've got. Yeah, there's there's definitely poultry and there's there's some red meat there as well. So there's uh, you know all kinds of different things, um, as well as lots and lots of uh, different you know vegetable sides and main dishes and things like that. Honestly, it's like, like I said, it's far more food than really you would expect. It looks like barley tried to make. Um, as many varieties of food because he kind of guessed what each of you guys would like most based upon what little he knew about you. Um, to, to be completely honest, the fact that he made all this in 30 minutes is impressive. And you honestly suspect potentially there was magic involved because it's not, no, surely it's not. not possible that someone could make some, this much food in that period of time. Um, does he have uh, food for oh, what? Sorry, Jess. Oh, sorry. I said clearly you haven't met my grandmother. <laughs> um, does he have food for Gregory and Francis? He does. He has a little tiny plate of bird seed for Gregory, and for Francis, there's like a like just a bowl of just sort of uh like minced meat. Nice. I make sure that they get their food. And uh, 
Uh, Jathal, what kind of food do you have? Clearly the best kind. Ugh. <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know. You know, I I don't know what he would have been able to make me uh, with the little that he knows about me, but either way, I would eat it, but I would... And I may enjoy it, but I'm going to look like I don't... That I'm just kind of putting up with it because, you know... Because you're pretentious. Sad. <laughs> Jathal right, just maybe. grabbed everything that had gold leaf on it. <laughs> <laughs> Scrapes the gold leaf off and saves it. <laughs> gold leaf. No, no, no. He saves it for later, but in a different way. Yeah. Mm. Oh man, come on. <laughs> yeah. That... All right, Tabitha. What kind of food do you have? I know you talk about the pets. She's um, gonna eat the pets? No, Whoa. we don't. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> we don't eat them. The um, Gregory. I mean, eating an owl bear is a hoot. That's what I say. Um. So I, uh, I take the, um, a lot of the fresh berries and the venison and, um. A little bit of rabbit. Okay. And then, Tormir, I presume you have the tea. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I grab some, you know, grains and root vegetables and stuff like that. Surprised Jethal didn't go for the... Cabbages? Jethal didn't go for the pile of apples that look freshly picked. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I have maybe had one. God, Tormir goes jerks. for the cabbages. <laughs> My cabbages. Look, it's not as fun if you don't spend four hours looking for them, though. That's true. That's right. That's exactly correct. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we didn't picking. go apple picking. We bought apples from the apple orchard. We didn't actually go picking. <laughs> You're never gonna oh, live that on. one down, though. That's fine. It let us eat. To smear so, your face. ha, ha. All right. So, um, after you guys eat, um, to to be honest, this while it was a very, uh, very tasty food, it was very good. Um, it also just whether you ate a little or a lot, it's very filling, and you also feel somewhat energized afterwards uh, for the next twenty four hours. Uh, you each have an additional 10 temporary hit points and gain a plus one on all your attack and skill checks. Oh. Plus one on attack and skill checks. For, you, for, yeah, you need for, to go find a fight. For 24 hours. For 24 hours. And you said 10 temporary yeah, te- hit points? Yeah, 10 temporary hit points. All right, so um, do you guys uh, have any? Uh, do you guys ask any questions of uh, either Barley or Tasiel, or have any uh, conversations uh, during the meal that you guys want to go over? Or Tormir, did you say anything about the tea? 
I just thank him for it, and okay. you know, but I'm not gonna tell. Everything him is so better, delicious. But... So, um, he's like, I, I'm, I'm happy to help, and uh, afterwards, Taysil stands up and goes, "That was phenomenal, Barley. Thank you very much." Well, um, oh, I, one other thing I forgot to mention. Uh, if you ate the food and you did have any damage on you, you are now fully healed. Woohoo! I assumed we were fully healed because we s- slept at night. You rested, yeah. You well. you would have been from that as well. But if I so I don't think anyone had any wounds on him. But that's one of the other effects of the spell. Sure. Okay. Um, so. In true, in true, uh, um fashion of world of warcraft you know somebody just put a big fish dinner out <laughs> very true yeah man a feast. it's a feast it's a feast all right so tesel uh says well if you if you have uh, any desire to rest this evening you're more than welcome or you can uh head out at your leisure um by all means, uh, you are more than welcome to stay here as long as you like. Um, it, it's entirely up to you. I don't know about the rest of them, but I'm going to go for a kip on the airship. A what? A, a kip? What do you mean, a kip? I'm going to sleep over there. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Sure. Yeah. So what about everybody else? I am going to go get some rest. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, some relaxing rest time would be good, and then we can leave in the morning. Okay. Do you guys rest all rest on the ship, or do you guys, some of you stay back at Tayseal's place? I go back to the ship. Um, I would rest in the forest. Okay. If, I mean... If we're not going to be heading out right away. I mean, I don't really get to enjoy the forest as much as I used to. I think I would probably uh, stay at Taste Seals for a while, um, not to be confined on the ship. Okay. Is anyone doing anything specific uh, before they go to sleep, or does everyone pretty much go to sleep? Uh, I think I'm just going to sleep. Okay. I don't think I have anything to do. All right. So if everyone's going to sleep, then we will cut to the next morning. So uh, so the, on the ship right now, waking up is uh, both Tormir and Jathal, and the other two uh, slept elsewhere. Uh, do you guys do anything on the ship to prepare before they arrive? So there are spots for five stones in the console. There is, isn't there? It's Wonder getting why. the better of me. I can't, I'm so curious as to what would happen if we put both stones in there at the same time. Captain I mean, Planet comes out. Don't don't let your stones touch. <clears throat> I mean, for just all anything. Tabitha and Ethereum, you're not there yet. I mean, Doesn't I suppose mean I we could try it. I just we just want to. I just don't know without knowing, I guess. 
We could always, I suppose, ask the ship, ask Storm Chaser to understand what the five spot, what would happen if we inserted more stones. That would probably be a smarter move. I can agree with that. All right, let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. You, you, you've got the stone. I thought you had the stone. No, I thought oh, you I was, had the stone. I was intimating I was going to go ahead and do that. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I, I was sure. waiting for you to give a command to the ship. Oh, okay. Storm chaser. Yes. Or, well, it doesn't say yes, but a little like, I, you know, the, the console lights up uh, green as I was listening. Or, or no, kind of like this computer. Oh, damn it, didn't do it. Okay. Um, I forgot I turned off its response bond. Um, oh. Anyways. Uh, what would be the effect of adding an additional stone into the console? Uh, the answer that it gives back, this is in like the computer's or the system's voice as opposed to Prometheus' voice. Uh, but it comes back and says... Uh, Records indicate that additional stones beyond the Cygnus stone have not previously been installed in the ship. Though uh, documentation indicates that each individual uh, other stone among the five stones it was designed for would have additional effects unlocked on the ship, depending on which stone is inserted. That's a green light for me. <laughs> I mean... Sure, let's let's try it. I'll uh, take out the stone and. Is there any markings on the locations at all? Doesn't appear to be each each slot appears to be the exact same as the others as far as as far as you can tell. No, nothing okay. physical on the device seems to indicate anything. So it's just like you know, USB. It doesn't really matter where. <laughs> Except for you, no matter which way you put it in, it's always upside down. The, rock, the no, 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 no. Right. See, this is USB S or Type oh, S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there so you, go. you know, it's just a hemispherical uh, connector. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just pick one next to. Okay. Next to the Sigma Stone and stick okay. it in there. See what happens. Uh, and this is the Volan stone, right? That you put in. It is the Volan stone. You are correct. Okay, so you put the Volan stone in, and uh, it's uh, you know the colors change. So the Cygnus stone is green. The Volan stone, uh, I believe, is orange. Yep. And so you kind of see orange light, and so you kind of see a mixture of orange and green light on the console now, instead of just green light on the console. Um. And it's it seems to be you know, doing a whole bunch of uh, changes inside the console that you can't quite tell. You hear some some things moving, and do the, we just see like an upgrade progress bar? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Installing upgrades. Um, oh, it looks like we got the DLC. Promothor <laughs> two point and it says, Phase 2 initiated. Volan, uh, Volan module installed. And uh, as, as this happens, you see uh, the front of the ship, or at least you hear things coming from the, the front of the ship. You guys are kind of in that main 
central area, so you can't quite see exactly what's happening unless you run up there. Uh, but you hear things moving on the front of the ship. Um, meanwhile, Tabitha and Athir, uh, both of you are far enough away that you can't physically see, but close enough that you can hear the ship sounds like it's starting up, and also there's a whole bunch of mechanical sounds coming from the ship. What? Are they leaving without us? Ugh. I hurry uh, up. You would the... never. I, uh... Would you... I, uh, quickly thank Tassil, or whatever his name is. Tassil. 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 Uh, um, and say, uh, I guess, uh, our time is done here. Um, and thank you for your, um, uh, I guess, um, uh, having us here. Yes, hospitality, that's the word I'm looking for. Words are hard tonight, I don't know why. Um, (laughs) and then, oh, go ahead. Then I head off towards the ship to try to determine what's happening. As you turn to leave, she goes, you are more than welcome, and any time that you need a place simply to rest, you are more than welcome to return. Thank you. Um, and Barley, like, sort of goes, I had fun, too. Do you want me to come with you? Uh, I think uh, Tassil will need you here. Or Tassil. <laughs> oh, Tassil goes, okay, well, um, that's that's fine. If you do need assistance with operating the gate, though, uh, please let us know, because Barley would be more than happy to help you out. Um, I assume you would, Barley. I don't want to speak for you. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to help. Oh boy. All right, we'll let you know if we uh, require assistance. Appreciate Don't it. Don't call us; we'll call you. Okay. So, uh, as you uh, rush over to the there, uh, Tabitha, you get there first. Um, so, uh, Jethal and Tormir, uh, do you guys investigate at all the front, or are you still kind of more more or less playing around with the console at this point? I'm still investigating ship systems to see what's different. Okay. There appears uh, to be I a guess, new... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that if if you're going to stay at the console, then I would figure out where all that noise is coming from. Okay. So there appears to be a new, uh, like two new, I guess, device interfaces on there. Um, so one of the things sort of rising out of the console, because it's, you didn't realize it before because it just looked like sort of a solid plane, like glass before. But apparently, that glass can actually like morph shape somewhat. So like, out of, you you click on one of the interfaces and like out emerges uh, something that looks like a uh, a joystick type thing. Well, I guess uh, more accurate like a flight stick. Uh, if, if you think of like a flight stick on an arcade machine type thing, um, and it has two separate buttons on it, in addition to the fact that you can move it like a flight stick. Meanwhile, Jathal goes up and uh, looks at the front of the ship. So the front of the ship, where it was normally like a normal like a ship's prow to the front, um, there is now it looks like different pieces of the uh, the the stone are have like repositioned themselves and folded in, and out has come what, as far as you could tell previously, you didn't see in the structure on the inside, but you're not entirely sure you're not really an engineer so you're not sure if there was like a component or like a compartment this was in prior to now that just unlocked or not um but as far as you can tell this this thing came out um it's a large barrel 
uh, that as soon as uh, um, Toromir had engaged whatever the system was, there's a large, like, probably like 14 foot long barrel that's maybe um, like almost a foot in diameter on the inside. And as uh, j- oh, so, you look, um, you kind of, you look, well, hold on a sec. As Jethal looks back towards Tormir, Tormir is kind of like holding onto the flight stick and like seeing like if he can move it. And you see Jethal, the, the, the barrel kind of it like moves in correspondence to where Tormir seems to move the flight stick. So what, uh, go, I'll go back to you, Tormir. Tormir is going to get a little bit curious and uh, there's two buttons, right? Correct. Uh, where are God the buttons located on the stick? So one is uh, like a trigger button on the front of the stick, and the other is a button on top of the stick. So you would hit one with your thumb. If you have your hand on yeah. the stick, your your index finger would trigger one, and your thumb would trigger the other. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a fifty fifty. Uh, <clears throat> uh, at about this time, while you're trying to figure this out. Is about when well, Tabitha I'm pressing a button. We're gonna figure out which one it is. Okay. Well, Tabitha, I'm saying Tabitha gets on the deck right as you press the button. All right. Uh, it's it's the trigger button. The trigger button. Okay. So let's see. Oh God. <laughs> um, a large green. I'm sorry. No, a large white ray. Uh, comes out, and this is like, I mean, ray is probably like underwhelming on the, the the description because normally like when you cast a ray it's like you put your finger at something and a beam of light comes off of it this is a beam of light like the the uh radius or the diameter of which is like a person um comes out and just like goes and hits the trees and as soon as it clears other than a lot of wildlife seems to have been disturbed uh there's you know birds and ant- the small rodents scampering you don't see any of the trees having been changed as a result of it. You, you surprised the heck out of them, but you didn't seem to damage the trees. Although I hope Barley wasn't standing in one of those trees. You thought, what, what, I didn't hear what you said, Tormir? Oh no, I hope Barley isn't standing in one of those trees. <laughs> um, so Tabitha, you saw this beam shoot out from the front of the ship right as you got on the main deck. What are you guys doing? You're going to hurt someone. Or you're going to hurt trees. Come on. What are you people doing? We've got upgrades. Don't don't look at me. I don't care. You're going to hurt somebody or something. Look, the ship Uh. wasn't exactly straightforward with telling us what was going to happen. So did we you ask? It out. Yes, we did. We absolutely asked. How? And it told you that it was a beam that was going to do no. Heaven knows what. No, it didn't tell us tell us that at all. It just told us that inserting additional stones would would, uh, for lack of a better term, change the ship. Yeah, I'm just looking dead ask- at Tabitha, and I hit the other button. So what before are you, you doing? Before you hit the other button, um, so the the computer seems the like it was is like down there. But, There's um, people down there. As, as, but right before you hit the other button, it sounds like the computer was doing some sort of calculation beforehand, and it goes analyzed. So this is referring to the first beam you fired. Disjunction ray fired. What? You said disjunction. Yes. Okay. 
Disjunction junction, what's your function? Okay. Uh, Athir, you probably saw the beam fire out as you were getting on the, the bottom level of the ship. Uh, I'm, do, do you have any thoughts as you do that? Or you just kind of shrug your shoulders and get on the ship? Yeah, I just, I look and I, I see where the beam goes and I just kind of go, okay. <laughs> just okay. just kind of turn back and walk up the to the ship. Okay. So you said you fire the other button? Fire okay. the laser! So yep. you fire the other button. And... Fire the lasers! For those who actually One that movie. million dollars. Alright, so yeah. another beam comes out. This one is uh, sort of like a uh, sickly green color. And... It travels, it's about the same size and travels about the same distance as the white beam that you saw come out earlier. Except for, uh, when, again, any wildlife that was brave enough to come back after uh, the first beam, which was very few, um, you know, scattered again. Except for anything that was caught in the beam, because you simply see just absence of material where the second beam traveled. And there's no! now just a whole bunch of just tops of trees that are missing. And tops of owl bears that are missing. Oh. What are you well, doing I mean, to so those the ship, poor defenseless trees? So the ship is fairly tall, right? Like, and yeah. this has came out near the top of the ship. Uh, near, yeah, so near, like not just below the prow. So like you, you didn't like chop down trees, but you like clip the tops them. of a bunch of trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. What are you people doing? Oh. Why didn't you ask what they do? That's a fun one. We'll have to keep that one in mind. Yeah. I think we uh, understand. Do we? Did, Do was you? there any other interfaces? Airship, uh, what is the function of the just disjunction beam? Uh, it seems to finish some sort of calculation. goes, uh, calculation completed. Weapon fired. Disintegration beam. That well, makes that sense. That was obvious. Uh, at that point, right as it says disintegration beam is about the time that Athir gets up on the top deck. All right, so, so much you fired a disintegration beam and didn't know that was what it was going to do, and you fired it at unsuspecting trees and nature and animals, and being, goodness knows what you killed. Having it's, a bit of fun, are anything. you? Just, just took some tree tops off. They'll... they'll It'll grow back. It's fine. How far did it go? Well, we saw it only went a certain distance. Yeah, probably about like 300 feet or so. Yeah, there you go. 300 feet. It's, it's fine. But the thing is, is that you didn't even stop to think about asking it. Asking we absolutely it before. did. No, we you did. didn't. We you asked about it. No, yeah, you asked what would happen if you put the stones together. You didn't ask what the new module, you know, the new things, these new buttons before you push them. You don't That's know because that. the you just yeah, technically you don't know. You know that that they were playing around and they pressed buttons that obviously no, they didn't know. No, you said the did. only thing you asked about was the modules. 
And you said it said uh, the only thing it said was the modules. You didn't well, you, say no, no, you so asked like, what the you buttons were. You wouldn't know what we would have asked. So when I said yes, we asked. This is really the only thing you can go off. Of. No, Jathal asked answered. He said exactly what you guys asked right, and I, what I, was responded. Either way, um, so what, um, the the other question that you asked was um, what like what does the disjunction ray do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it it, it kind of takes a moment to finish calculating that and goes. Temporarily suppresses enchantment effects within within uh, within space of beam. Huh. I should write this down. Uh, that I don't think Tessiel would like to be hit by that. I have a feeling that she's held together I, with uh, quite a few spells. I don't think that we would ever use that on her. Why would you Just, think that we would even do that? I don't know. You're firing it willy-nilly. <laughs> to be or fair, it had no indication of what this was for. <laughs> it's a matter of trial and error. This is true. She, like, looks exasperated and just, like, storms off. She just can't deal with you people anymore. I just kind of shrug and look at Tormi like, I don't know. It's I think we're fine. I'm Was normally the else? cautious one. This is just research. Any more buttons to press? There is one additional button to press. It's on the console, not on. Is the, it a uh, giant red button? No, it's a smaller button. I hope it just turns the headlights on. So there's another button here. Do we want to ask about it first to appease her, or do we? She's already gone back down it. below deck. I'm gonna baby you to that. <laughs> okay, you press it, and it what? Uh, um, it retracts the uh, flight stick back down on the console. Oh, okay. Turns the turns the. And and you see like the uh, the, the barrel kind off. of go back in into the you know, fold back into the front of the prow. That was okay. much less she exciting. She storm. Uh, much less exciting. Tabitha storms back in. What if? What if Tegan was still here? Would you have been so, uh, you know, nonchalant about this if he had the access to the Destructo Ray? He can't yeah, activate he anything anyways. He didn't have permission. See? Yep. See? We're covered. We're fine. We took that away from oh, him yeah. on purpose. Yeah, perfect. Because he's the one to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um alright so after your experimentation she just do, rubs her forehead do you, guys, do you guys do anything else before you uh, take off I walk back uh, out I, I don't do anything else with everyone on board I guess it's you know we just start the flight prep okay could have done anything so there is a whole another there is another whole like device set up on there. Not that was created as part of the uh, uh, stone uh, you know insertion, but more that that was very obviously additional devices installed, likely the controls for the gate. Um, 
And uh, so you kind of lift the ship up. So the ship uh, begins to rise up. The you know, sort of the rotors that are pushing the air down lift the ship up. Sort of a vertical takeoff, and uh, you are up in the air above the forest. Um, and what do you want to do now? All right, so I'll operate the gate. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're so confidently uh, know everything about this, so. I, yeah, um, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let me oh, just go so uh, look at it. Uh, I just need to refresh my memory. So I'll go to the gate that was installed okay. and start looking at it. So do you look at the controls or the actual device first? Well, uh, they're all in the same area, I'm assuming. Uh, they're all in the upper decks, yeah. But so, the, so the the device is much larger than the controls for obvious reasons. I figured, yeah. Um, Wait, are but the controls yeah, the, on the bridge. The controls are on the bridge area, okay. so so the same oh, okay. person who's the pilot could it, theoretically also control the the gate as well. Okay. But it looks like it's there's there's wires or, or what you would assume are probably wires or some sort of tubes that are connecting. The controls back to the different things, and it looks like these are, uh, they they pro they look like they're multiple barrels that are kind of in an array that are meant to emit something, and you're not quite sure exactly what. So that's why I want to know if you want to investigate the control set or if you want to investigate the actual device to see if you can figure out which one works. Probably the controls first. Okay. Didn't he run you through this? Nope. Barley ran them through absolutely none of it. Correct. So you go up to the controls. There are um, we're good. About there's a whole bunch of uh, like dials. There's probably like dials, and then there's like those toggle switches. The switches you slide up and down for different settings. Um, And so, like the first twelve. But what languages do you speak, by the way, Jathal? Ooh. Uh. Celestial, Common, Dwarven, Elven, Gnomish, and Sylvan. Oh, okay. Well, they are in Sylvan, so you are covered there. (laughs) Amazing. Um, So freaking lucky. So, um, so yeah, um, like the first six dials on there uh, are are labeled coordinates. Um, The... Okay. The, the 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 sort of uh, slider switches uh, below there um, are 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 labeled uh, arrival velocity, um, de- oh, and then there's good. also another ones that say departure velocity, um, and then there's Great. another uh, eight dials down below that say uh, that that are uh, stabilization, um, and then there is a engage button <laughs> and an abort button. Oh, good. <laughs> and uh, okay. beyond, beyond the overall labels for each set of dials and slider switches and stuff like that, there's nothing to indicate what each individual one does. Okay. As just uh, looking at it, I'm actually piloting the ship over towards where Taseal is. <laughs> Turning the barrel on and pointing it down. <laughs> um, so... I'm looking at this, and I look at the coordinates. You said there's six dials for the coordinates? Uh, there are six dials for the coordinates, correct. Okay. 
Uh, and they're just dials. What are they? Are they set? Like, do they have numbers on them, or they don't have numbers on them? So you see, they, so they're they're circular discs put into whatever this console device is, and yeah. they have like a little marker to indicate, like, like possibly like a you know engraved point, so that way you can tell which direction is turning. Um, the thing uh-huh. that you that you don't know, or like which direction the dial is facing, uh, they are facing in different directions. Um, but you also don't you, you don't know exactly like if you turn it like there's no like minimum like a point where it hits to stop or a point where it hits at the top to stop. So in theory, you could just keep Storm spinning. Storm chaser, mid pan, cut it position. So you uh, so like you could literally just turn the dial forever, and it would just keep going in a circle. And you're not sure if like multiple cool. circles do something else, or if it's just what cool. position it is within the circle. Bodily. Yep. Bodily. I, so, I look back at Tormir and I'm like, uh, Tormir's already walked out of there and he's yelling over the side of the <laughs> the deck. So, Athir, uh, where did you go? Um, J- oh. Jathal, oh, you okay. could, if you want to, you can give me uh, a series of four Arcana checks to see if you can figure it out on your own. Oh, or can you can uh, wait for Barley to get there after having been summoned by Tormir. Cool. I know First which one I choose. 32. Okay. I'll try and figure it out because that's what I do. Second one's a 35. This is a terrible choice. Uh, 28. Okay. And 28 because I rolled two eights at the end. <laughs> God damn. All <laughs> right. Uh, so, um, you, you think... You have things set as far as you can tell because you're, you're heading towards Aressa. Um, is is where? Well, I'm assuming is that is that correct? That that's where you're wanting to set. Your yeah, I think at? so. I think okay. that's the idea. Is would be going towards Aressa. Okay, so if you're heading towards Aressa, you set the dials so that way it should be stabilized. It should take off at a non-life-threatening uh, accelerate or uh, departure oh, and arrival God. velocities. <laughs> And uh, you think you have the coordinates set. As far as you can tell correctly, you're a little bit worried about the departure and, and arrival velocities, but you're not entirely sure. But you think you probably have things ironed out, most likely. So maybe you can hit the uh, the engage button and be okay. So. Oh, good. Question I ask is, do you press it or do you wait for Barley? I look around and I'm like, hey, I got... Hey, wh- where, where'd Torbeer go? Uh, I go, you heard me yelling off the yeah. Torm is still yeah. yelling for barley. I go out and say, "Hey, I, I think I got this figured out. I got it dialed into Aressa, and I think we're we should be good on the uh, arrival and departure speed." I'm a little bit not a hundred percent on. I'll just those, have barley get here, and he'll double check your settings, and we'll go from there. But but I I got it figured out. You realize you were looking at that for over an hour. Yeah, it's complex, but I got it figured out. You were scratching your head the entire time. I'm pretty sure I saw a single tear roll down your cheek. That's how I think, though. Oh, boy. It doesn't inspire confidence. Fine, you know... But it's if fine. you got it right, I, you get if, to gloat if, if, like you want to. 
if Barley's gonna come up here and tell me that I'm right, then great. I'm okay with this. He's that's what he's gonna do. Okay, so I'm assuming you guys wait. Yeah. Okay. So Barley shows up in a, in a, a couple minutes later. Hey, what's up? Did can you it, miss me already? Can you confirm the settings on the gate before we leave? Uh, okay. Um, wh- wh- where did you want to take it to? Aressa. Aressa. Uh, where's Aressa? I'll show you on the map. Okay. Far north. You show him on the map. He goes, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, how many t- times did you turn this dial? And he points to one of the coordinate dials. I don't... I don't, I don't know. You gotta help me there, Tony. Uh, well, you, you, you don't honestly know. <laughs> Great. Uh, I mean... Enough. Okay. Uh, well, then... Uh, let me, give me a moment. Uh, he like, turns some dials, goes back and looks at the device, comes back, uh, turns one dial like four times to the right, all the way through. And then he and then he is like, okay, got that set. And then he looks down at your uh, departure and arrival loss. He goes, oh. And then he like changes those completely. <laughs> and then he goes, all right, I think you're probably uh, good. Not um, gonna die. So yeah. Um, Can you stay on so, board for a bit? So I was correct. I had it correct, right? Well, um, you were well, going to arrive. In the area of Aressa, um, far above Aressa, uh, the, the problem is is that um, most likely uh, everyone on board would have had to have uh, held on tight, so that way they didn't get launched off when it uh, took off very quickly from here and came to a sudden stop above Aressa. <laughs> um, also, the, the, your coordinates were slightly off in the fact that you were um, several miles above Aressa. Um, you were you were at Aressa, but your your height was off. That's why you I had to turn that one so many times. Oh, I mean uh, height. Uh, it's fine as long as we're above it. I mean, being above it is fine. Uh, the sudden stop is disconcerting. Well, so so show me. I guess can you? I feel like I had it. Like. Maybe you could like so give Barley me a few pointers. Yeah, Barley starts walking you through everything, and at, at like you you're you're following along for about the first quarter of his explanation, and after a bit, it sounds kind of like techno babble, and you're just like, I, I caught that word. Okay, I I, I think I, nope nope that's a completely different acronym from the one I thought it was, and like at you know, you're like okay I got a quarter to maybe half of it, so at this point. You, you're a little bit more likely to be correct uh, for next time. Cool. But you're also... Cool. You, you, um, it depends at this point on uh, if Jethal wants to project that he's confident to the rest of his uh, teammates or if he's not... If Because he, in, in, in your own head, you're probably... Your your level of confidence isn't tr- like super high, but um, I mean, it's up to you and kind of how much does Zethal need to know about something before he feels comfortable operating it? Clearly, I know everything. No. Then, then <laughs> if, if that is your perspective, then then you got this mastered. <laughs> uh, I mean... So, 
Barley. Yes. Uh. This has been wonderful. This has been super informative. I I appreciate all of the information. I think I got, you know, 90% of it. There's maybe a little bit that, you know, I'm maybe not the bet most keen on. Uh but I think I think I probably could do all right. Uh okay. but you know, if you if you're, you know, if you're willing to, I I, I would like to, you know, maybe keep you have you stay on the ship with us and just you know, uh, his, watch over me as his, I'm as his I'm doing face, it. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. His face like lights up like a small child. He's like, "Are you asking me to live here with you on the ship?" And he hey, like, "Hey, like, Bartley. Hey, Bartley. Just, just temporarily. Uh, you want to you want to play a game? Uh, sure, sure. What's up? I want you to go play hide and seek on the lower decks with us. Uh, okay." Um, the game ends if we call for you. Okay. Well, before but, before but we hide leave, as best I, as you can, because we're really good at this. Okay. Well, but b- before you leave, I gotta go get my stuff. Because uh, if I'm moving in, I gotta bring all my stuff in. So he like disappears before you have a chance to answer him. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> so and like, gosh darn it! <laughs> not even like a second passes, and he like appears back there with like a suitcase that seems to be like almost bursting. There's pieces of clothing like hanging out through the seams. And he's like, okay, got it. You know we're only planning really fast. to be away for a couple of days. I know, but I, ne- I I always have to make sure I have the right thing to wear at the right time. So, you know, you never That's know. That's fair. Hide and seek starts now. Okay. Lord of Decks Poof. only. He, he disappears and his suitcase disappears with him because he obviously took it with him. Oh, and then he reappears back and goes, sorry, before the game starts, which room is mine? I direct him to Tegan's old room. Okay. Oh, there you oh, go. God. And Poot, he disappears again. Okay. So, he is uh, on the lower decks, and uh, he is hiding very proficiently. Cool. But hey, make it so am... number one. Pretty sure I'm the captain. Yeah, number one. Mm, that's not how you're that works. Number one, you're number one. <laughs> I, th- I think you're number one. Well, who I'll does push I mean, I am pretty. That's fine, but I mean, you know. Don't don't uh, flatter yourself too much, and I push the button to go. Okay, so uh, as you press the button, the ship kind of. Uh, in Tormir, you very quickly realize this, being that you were kind of piloting the ship before. Um, it seems to have taken control of the pilot controls. Like, if, even if you try to adjust things, it the ship isn't listening to you anymore. Um, and it begins moving, uh, sort of gliding gradually forward and beginning a slow acceleration. As it does, all those different arrays that were along the sides of the ship uh, begin sort of... Uh, you hear kind of like a hum as they begin to, to uh, power up each individually. Um they uh, are also glowing with the, the actual barrels of them begin glowing. You're, um, you're not sure if it's because they're, they're heating up or they're sort of producing some sort of magical energy. But um, as they do, they, they, you know, they've kind of finished and, you know, get to like a, a certain tone of hum, stay there for a few moments. And then all of them at the same point 
project, uh, you know, you see a grand total of 16 beams forward that kind of hit an area right in front of the ship and it kind of it seems like a splash in midair. As it, it seems like this sort of prismatic, uh, almost like a pearlescent light, or, you know, object is sort of uh, pulsating and sort of in sort of this uh, amoeba-like form as it slowly widens out as the beams maintain against it into a circular shape. And then as that happens, the beams begin pulling that shape over the ship. And the circle begins moving over the ship without the ship moving, you know, moving into it. Um, and as it moves over you, um, things go black. And we will end the episode there. Uh, so, thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, we'll find out how our heroes end up at whatever destination they're heading towards um oh next time so uh in the meantime uh please uh, reach out to us if you have any questions or uh want uh, we'd love to hear from you if you are enjoying the podcast uh we would love to hear what you like about the podcast if you have the time uh send us an email at paper pencil dice podcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on facebook um you can also on if you are listening to this podcast on the one of the many uh podcasting platforms it's currently streaming on uh, please give us a like or a five-star rating. Uh, the more ratings we get, the more people listen to it. And the more people listen to it, the, uh, well, I guess then the more people listen to it. I really don't have anything else for that. But uh, anyway, in the meantime, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper, Pencil, Dice.